welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, episode 49. And we talking about our woes, my click, my crew. Hey. Jessica's my woe. Jessica's yeah. my click. She's my crew. <laughs> yeah. So basically today, we're talking about basically the company you keep and mm-hmm. just watching your surroundings and mm-hmm. who you keeping in your circle. 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 What you got for us today? So, okay. Um, yes, we're talking about company keeping all that. But I'm kind of putting, I'm going to put a smidgen of a spin on it. Just a smidge. Um, so this morning, I was having a conversation with my cousin. And uh, who is definitely part of the click, the crew, my woe. Like, <laughs> I only got a few. It's my woes, my click, my crew. Okay, my <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> my fault. Because well, deeper than the click and then a girl. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> but now when I was talking to her this morning, we were uh, we were actually talking about how, how um, false this whole sisterhood thing can be. How um, women. Kind of like Real Housewives and all that stuff. Kinda like, like that. really, we were actually talking about talking about a lot of women's women's mm-hmm. ministries. Um, Don't get me look. And now, <laughs> by this being a women's ministry, um, I was like, "Oh, this is a good conversation that we're having right now." Um, you know, we uh, there are just a lot of women's ministries out here, specifically women's ministries, that their tagline will will draw you in. You know, on the surface, it looks like they are so supportive and they want to just circle around you, embrace you, support mm-hmm. you, encourage you, uplift you in whatever you got going on. But the minute that you do something that that isn't a part of the clique, yeah. the minute that you do something that maybe the rest of them wouldn't do or they don't agree with, the minute that you decide to be yourself. <laughs> right. Is the minute all of a sudden you are very much alone and then you're looking around wondering, where's my mm. click where's my crew where's yeah. my woes and so you know i i have an issue when women advertise themselves or advertise their ministries advertise their their girls clubs and their groups and and all of this but they don't really know what it means to be a click mm-hmm. or to be the crew or to be a woe like you know sisters in christ really right exactly <laughs> that's really and that's what it boils down to like how do you really show love for your sister how do you really support your sister? Do you really know how to do it? Or do you just know how to make it sound good? Well, I think it's more so not even how do you do that. Who are you selecting? Right. In hopes that they do that. Right, right. <laughs> it's really what it comes down well, to. And it's like, well, to me, it's like a twofold thing. Because on one side of the yeah, it's who you selecting. But then on the other side of it is the one that's advertising, mm-hmm. saying that, oh, my ministry does that. Yeah. Or my my crew, we do that. Um, my circle of sisters, we do that. Mm-hmm. So that person who's advertising it, though, are you really doing it? Yeah. How are you doing it? Because I, I personally, one too many times, and I have been burned. Mm-hmm. Some of my worst church hurt 
came from women yeah. involved in women's ministries at church. Right. Because it was those women who said, I support you, I'll uplift you, I'll surround you and embrace you, my sister. But then the moment that I got pregnant, mm-hmm. oh, you can't sing in a choir. That's a spiritual mm-hmm. conflict. Oh, did you publicly apologize right. for having a baby? No, I did not. Right. Why Why? Why am I doing that? Was this a stone age stoner? Right. <laughs> I mean, like, last I heard, last I heard, we had salvation. Okay. <laughs> like, that literally, it's like, that's all that was missing was the stones. Mm. Okay. But, you know, that's why, I, that's actually why I was a little geeked up about this episode because, I want us to be the example of how to do this the right way. Mm-hmm. Like, I am so fortunate to do this uh, ministry with my sister mm-hmm. and with my one of my one of the members of the crew. Like, right. I mean, the crew's <laughs> little, so don't get it twisted. It's not like it's yeah. a very big crew. But and your cousin, your cousin Misha, she's a guest blogger yes, on our website. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, like, you know, I have the honor and I'm blessed to work with the ministry with two women that I completely trust. Like, mm-hmm. I share the most intimate details of my life with these two women and they I, they they literally support me and so you know i i would put the question out there if a woman wants to come to you with her deepest her darkest secrets some of her dirtiest stuff would you love on her the way christ loves on her mm-hmm. are you gonna make her feel like more dirt mm-hmm. for what she's doing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah you gotta ask yourself that yeah so jessica has that spin I have a little bit of a different spin because I feel like we as women, we don't really tend to discern who are the best types of people to surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. You know, Jessica's taking it more, and which is fine, but Jessica's taking it more of the spin of, you know, how are you, how are you supporting one another? And we, we kind of touched on that in the last episode, or, you know, how are you treating one another, you know, claiming you're in this ministry and claiming all these things? And I want to put the spin on it. Who are you selecting to be a part of, of your circle? Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like... I think the older we get, the the smaller our circles become because oh, yeah. we just become more wise. Yeah. Remember high school, I was best friends with everybody, literally. Girl, okay. <laughs> I mean, I still think I consider myself to have a, a lot of very close friends now, but over time, you do tend to learn who you can, like you said, who you really can trust and who really has, you know, your best interests in mind. Who really mm-hmm. does have your back? I want to quote a scripture in Proverbs thirteen twenty, which says. Um, Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Mm. I think that's pretty clear, so I won't even break that down. Right. <laughs> self-explanatory. It's very self-explanatory because, you know, if you're, if you're, cho- I mean, I know Jessica hates when I do this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> if you're choosing to hang with trap house people, what do you think, <laughs> what do you think that is going to result into? Do you really think Time you can out. carry this ministry? <laughs> Seriously, do you really think you can uphold and carry this ministry when you at home still hanging out, you know, right. with, with the people on the block? With you can't do block. that. <laughs> you cannot do that because I think especially us as women, especially when it comes to the men that we date, mm-hmm. I think us as women, we really do think that we can save these men and be their salvation. I've already told you once before, you cannot be his salvation. Don't be his salvation because you will fail him. Yeah. So keep it in mind. That um, I think we really do think like, oh, you know, well, my lights will shed on them and I and th- that'll change them. Sure enough, hopefully it does. And sure enough, we do have the power to do that. But at the same time, you cannot engross yourself in their ways. It needs to be the opposite. They need to engross themselves in your ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that you cannot hang out with maybe people who maybe do not have the faith that you have. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is. Just watch who you're taking your counsel from. Mm-hmm. Watch who you're who you're just really spending the majority of your time with. I feel like 
you know, obviously we need to be spending the majority of our time with Christ and hopefully with godly sisters. Mm-hmm. But if you're just spending your time in church on Sunday and you're spending the time with people who are not Christians or you know not not believers or whatever, what have you, Monday through Saturday, yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, that's not enough. You know, man cannot live by bread alone. Okay, <laughs> amen to that. Well, you know what? And honestly, I even with my spin. That's still what you just said still applies. Like, because here's the thing. So Lindsay's saying don't, you know, be be mindful of hanging with the Trap House crew. But, I mean, be mindful of certain women in ministry because true as well. they will not, because they will, they will be, they will be, uh, they, they have, some women have a tendency to food, to spoon feed you um, their interpretation of Bible their interpretation of scripture. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the word for yourself, exactly. oh you'll start gosh. operating. That is such a good point. Yeah. Cause you'll, you'll start, start operating. That that is the truth. Is the truth. Yeah. You'll start thinking that certain things have to be done because they said so, mm-hmm. not because the word said so. Yeah. So a side note, I really encourage you to get in the word, learn the word for yourself, know it for yourself, because when you know, you'll know when somebody's feeding you some foolery too. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why I'm like, so, yeah, you got to be mindful of who you decide to spend your time with, who you decide to invest into and who you decide to open up to. Because here's something that we don't think about as women. We start talking, we get caught up in conversation, but we forget that the moment we open our mouths and the moment that we start sharing certain things about our lives, certain intimate details of our lives and we start pouring depending on who you pouring that into, they are either going to use that to uplift you or they are going to use that to destroy you. Yeah. Satan is the enemy is dressed in all kind of ways. He don't, he, he's not just a man. Right. Let's start there. He, he, he can, he can be, he can have, the enemy can sound so good mm-hmm. and, and he or she can be dressed up so nice. Yeah. And they usually are. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and we share, we, before you know it, we're sharing details about our past, about our lives, about our children, Mm -hmm. about things that hurts that we've gone through. And then before you know it, all of a sudden you got people looking at you funny. You got people laughing at you behind your back and you're wondering why it's because you just poured into somebody that Mm -hmm. was, that you weren't supposed to pour into. You have to learn how to use your discernment. I feel like we all have it. I think oh, yeah. we all have that gift. Now, some a little deeper and a little stronger than the others, but I really feel that we all have that gift of discernment, but we just get so comfortable so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying walk around here stuck up and, and, and acting like you can't be approachable or anything like that, but you have to guard yourself. Yeah. You have to guard your heart. You have to guard certain areas of your life because like my kids, I'm not lying. I have like a list of four or five people who can babysit my kids because mm-hmm. I don't know who is going to, I don't know what you're going to pour. Know, but you don't them. know the crew they hanging with right. either. Exactly. <laughs> like you, be, exactly. you could be cool, but I don't trust the crew that you, you hanging with. with. Right? Exactly. Cause so all of a sudden now you guys, you, y'all dumping spirits into my kids yeah. and they baby. So they just, they right. sitting around <laughs> absorbing it. And then all of a sudden then my kids are coming home saying things or doing certain things and acting certain ways that, I don't raise them mm-hmm. to do. And then I'm wondering why, but that's right. because I'm letting such and such, I'm letting Pookie and them keep my kids and Pookie <laughs> ain't about the right yeah. or them ain't about the right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you just have to be selective. You have to be careful. Like that, that whole click, whoa, all that, like mm-hmm. it sounds good for the title, but that really is an important thing. Like who you got in your crew? I swear, I'm not lying. I think every about every three months, I might go through an evaluation process. I, <laughs> I just sit around and I take a look. Who 
I got around me right now? In 90 days. Yes, like I have to, because I have been burned by women. Like I have been played by women and not just women in ministry. Oh, well, yeah, that's a whole nother, it's a whole nother topic. (laughs) But, you know, like I have, I have really been hurt by women before. Now, granted, at this point in my life, in this stage of my life, I refuse to live in that hurt. You know, I'm not the way that I operate. I'd rather operate in love than operate in any type of uh, anger, frustration or hatred. But I know that the things that I've experienced with women certainly has me very protective of myself, mm-hmm. very selective. I, I just I I'm careful. Yeah. I'm very careful at this point. It's probably like the crew is probably about a four or five member crew. Right. <laughs> And by next year, it might be smaller. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know. Granted, yeah. I feel like who I have might, I feel like these are my lifelongers at this point. But, you know, again, we just, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. I like the fact that you brought up that the enemy can be dressed in so many ways. Yes. I mean, we all know how the enemy showed up to Eve. He didn't show up as like a person that necessarily like looked like her. Mm-hmm. You know, said it was a serpent, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> a reptile right, of some sort. Right, exactly. <laughs> that shit skin, apparently. Yeah. But I guess, I'm trying, okay, I'm going to go real deep. But Go ahead, girl. There is, I remember there was, you might have heard of him, his name is Ted Bundy. He was, yeah. a, he was a serial him? killer. Yeah. yeah. But th- my point is, he was a nice looking guy, mm-hmm. spoke well, dressed yes. nice, and he was able yes. to befriend all these women that he made later his victims because mm-hmm. He did not look like what we think should be a typical serial killer look. Yep. And so my point is the enemy is smart and really people for that matter. If they really trying to tear you down, they know not to approach you looking like they're about to tear you down. Of course. <laughs> right. That makes no sense. Right. So I really like the fact that you brought up that point because the enemy, like you said, is going to come up to you. In so many, you know, different ways. And mm-hmm. that is why you just really have to keep, you know, one eye open. Sometimes I find myself, you know, meeting women and men for that matter. And, like, as soon as you meet them, God will just, God will just speak to you. Mm-hmm. Just be like, you know what? Yep. Proceed they with prob- caution. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they probably, like, they cool, but maybe mm-hmm. shouldn't, like, really hang, hang with them. Right. Like that. Right. Or, you know, sometimes one of those things, like, nope. Our conversation conversation came and go past hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, seriously, seriously. And sometimes, you know, I I think that happens a lot, especially with men. When it comes to women, you know, seeing men, you know, I feel like women are so thirsty. You know, especially we're getting that age, we want we want marriage, we want kids, we want that picket fence and all that. And so we're just willing. And he do that approach and says, Ah, okay. he is the one because he smelled good. Yeah. No, when you should have known that should you should have left him at at hello. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And so really, I mean, just just being mindful because I mean, I'm in a great, you know, God driven spirit led relationship now, but I had to go through trial and error mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to that point. Yeah. You know, I've dated, I won't say plenty of guys because that doesn't sound right, but I played it, <laughs> dated enough guys, mm-hmm. you know, to know what is good for me and to know that they weren't going to get me to where I needed to be in the kingdom. Granted, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we can ride to the kingdom on anybody else's coattails, not what I'm saying, but your surroundings really does, you know, help with that. I think there's a verse. Oh, where is that? Oh, in First Corinthians fifteen thirty three, it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, you know, if, you're, if you are dating that guy, you know, he might not be a bad guy, which is why I'm not saying that just because all saved dudes are bad. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But you should know what God's standard is for you. You should know your own standard for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so even though... With this verse in First Corinthians, when you, you know when it says uh, you know bad company corrupts good character, eventually that guy or even that female, your friend, 
will will end up corrupting you. Hopefully, you will have an influence on them, but it don't need to go past hello. Mm-hmm. You can buy him a church. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can say, do you want to get baptized today in the name of Jesus? Right, right, right. <laughs> and just things like that. Yeah, yeah, I, man. <laughs> Y'all can get me going forever on this topic because I, I swear to you, like, um, I guess because I'm a mother of two little girls. Raising two little girls... Um, I just, I know what I want for my daughters and I know how I would like to protect them. But I know that when they get to a certain age, I can't do some of the things that I want to do to protect them from some of the hurts that I've experienced. And so what I now do is I I take the experiences that I've gone through and I use these experiences to help me teach them and be an example to them. Um, You know, when I pray over my children, in the morning and at night, I pray over their their spirits and I pray for them mm-hmm. to be, uh, you know, surrounded with the right people. I don't, you know, I mean, even even now, like Jayla, my oldest, she's in the fifth grade. Like, I mean, no lie, I pray for her for she when she should. goes to recess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I, so that she, so that God can show her even at this young age to to play with the right people. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, get on the monkey bars with little girls who, who mm-hmm. about the right. Don't 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 don't. <laughs> Don't go down the slides with the little girls that oh ain't goodness. that's petty. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> yeah. for real. Like, uh, you know, my my youngest, she's four, but you know, I I I show her, I teach her, I say certain things to her so that she can make good decisions. Right. Because, honest to God, here's what what women have to understand: if you keep kicking it with just whomever and having whoever around you, your kids grow up to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then when your kids start coming to you with some of the same experiences or worse, then you sitting there ready to go off and you trying to figure out why, but you have to understand they only follow by the example right. that you set. So and the company that you kept. And the company you kept. So <clears throat> they, they're watching you. They're watching you. So you have to be mindful. You have to be, and it's really not even that hard. Like, you just have to be selective, and I, I'm going to keep saying that because that really is what ultimately what it boils down to. Like God didn't, Jesus didn't have any old body being one of the twelve disciples, mm-hmm. right? And even then, yeah. there was still a, there was still one that was shady. <laughs> you know what I mean? He still had one that turned his back on him. Ooh, you know what I mean? And but had one that denied him. Like and three, one that times. denied him. Like <laughs> really? Peter, I heard like mm, I don't know no, that man. I don't know him. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But even then, he yes. was still selective right. in who he chose to, to, to walk these journeys with him. But, so... And weren't he, they cousins? Oh, God. Who? Weren't they cousins? <laughs> they were cousins? No, that was... Who was who was Jesus' cousin? Somebody was cousins? Jesus? John. My John bad. was his cousin? My bad. Okay. The one that my bad, died. Peter. John, John the Baptist? Yeah. Oh, okay. What? Okay, I learned something I knew it was the disciples. We tired, I didn't even know that. I learned something today. I knew we had a brother. I knew James was his brother. That's all I did. Okay. Anyway, moving forward. Um, but yeah, like, and I'm not saying you have to like compare yourself to Jesus and, and, and your crew is the 12 disciples, but I really like, I kind of look at things from that perspective. Like, okay. When I, cause right now, like my life, the things that I'm, I'm involved with this as far as ministry goes, you know, a lot of times I have to become very transparent and I have to share very, very intimate details of my life. And so um, when I do this to pour into other women, I get a little nervous because I'm like, oh, my God, I just I had to I just had to open up and share something that was like, oh, that can really get me talked (laughs) about or something. I don't know. 
And so when it's done, when it's over, when I'm done speaking, when I'm done talking, when I'm done pouring into somebody else, like there is nothing more refreshing than being able to go to my girls and, and sit down and talk to them and open up to them and share with them the feelings that I had when I was sharing these experiences. And it's so comforting because the women that I interact with and the women that I talk to, the women that I pour that, that, that allow me to like dump my concerns on them and dump my worries on them. Um, it's such a blessing because they pour into me spirit led things. They, they pour into me scripture. They pour into Mm -hmm. me the word. They, they pray with me. They pray for me and they hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that, Ooh, that could be a whole other 10 minutes, but we ain't going to do it. (laughs) Well, I just want to kind of know, kind of just four main reasons of why it's so important to watch who you call on your walls, your click, your crew. Yeah. First is that you get the safety of that wise counsel, kind of like what Jessica just said. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs eleven fourteen, it says, where no counsel is the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So keep in mind that you're going to be safe amongst those who are getting, again, their, their counsel from Christ. Second, your character is going to be protected. It goes back to that First Corinthians. Don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. So when you're surrounding yourself in, with like-minded people, then your character is also going to be protected. One, it keeps you sharp. Like I said, it, it keeps you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, as iron sharpens, sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens, sharpens a friend. And that's mm-hmm. also in Proverbs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, they just make you better. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they just make you better. There was a quote that said that when Michael Jordan stepped onto the court, he made every one of his teammates better because he stretched them to do more. He patterned excellence before them, and he assisted them in perfecting their skills. And the same happens when you surround yourself with Michael Jordan people. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I read that quote from Michael Jack for Michael Jordan. So you want my Michael Jordan? Huh? Are you my Michael? Yes. Jordan? Well, you Scotty. I'm Michael. No. <laughs> Shade. That was shade. <laughs> a whole lot. Oh We're out of time. over here on palm trees, y'all. <laughs> We're out of time. But so what? You still got six rings? Because <laughs> you, you chose to hang out with the Jordan. <laughs> I can't. Goodbye. Uh, anyway, this has been episode 49. Catch us next week. We'll be celebrating Easter for yes. episode 50. So be sure to turn in, tune in next week. Girl.